The Undying Chat. Welcome back to The Undying Chat. I'm your host, Odin, and this is my co-host, Raider. Hello, how is everybody doing? And how are you, Odin? I'm doing good. Are you sure? Maybe. That you went from yes to <laughs> maybe pretty quick, and now how sure are you? Okay. You're okay, good. Is there anything that's disturbing your goodness? Nah. Nah? So life is good? Yeah. Cruisy? Except you look purple. I look purple. Well, you're an alien. Our coloured lights are on, you're right. Yeah, you're an alien. Um, it wouldn't, <laughs> my app wouldn't work, so I couldn't turn them off before. <laughs> Rude. Oh, it's working now. Yeah. What colour should we be? Should we be red? It's have a nice red yeah. ambient glow while we record you this podcast. look like a demon now. What's happening in the world of gaming? Or the world of Odin? The world of Odin? You guessed it on your school podcast? Yes. Uh, it's called Raroa Recommends, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's just a podcast of students recommending things they like? Yeah. And what did you recommend? Well, I've done it twice. Uh, we've done one on Stardew Valley. Okay. And one on Haiku. And I'm assuming you're recommending both? Yeah. <laughs> thought so. Those are two of your favourite things? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And you had fun doing it? Yes. More fun on this podcast? Are you cheating on me? No. Pod- no. I'm not cheating on this podcast. Oh, good. <laughs> Very good. Because this is undying. That's just recommending. That's true. The, what Do you reckon the undying stamp of approval is better than the... Yeah. Okay, good. Our, our, our stamp of approval is worth more. <laughs> yes. So what what have we been up to? Any any new gaming? Actually, what gaming news? We're in the pre-E3 leak fest that's been happening over the last few weeks. <laughs> and then now it's like the few days before E3 and nothing seems to be, nothing really big. There's all rumours. The big rumour yeah. that's been swirling around the interwebs is the upgraded Nintendo Switch. Ooh. Which has been uh, nicknamed Switch Pro. Is it actually but called Switch Pro? We don't know because it has it actually hasn't been announced and it actually hasn't been confirmed. We just Switch Ultimate Three. It'll be three. Well, I guess it would be the third one because it's Switch Lite. The theory is, I would. Well, I've heard people suggest it should be called the Super Nintendo Switch, like the Super Nin- Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. So much mouthful. Super Nintendo Switch. Yeah, but then it'll just become the Switch. Like that, you, man, you're boring. Nintendo <laughs> Switch Mega. That's just as long as Super Nintendo Switch. Now nah, that's Super Mega. Super Mega. Nah, it's different. <laughs> it's longer nah. now. <laughs> yeah. You keep adding to it. Well, there's the Nintendo Entertainment System, their first console. And then there was the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and it was nicknamed the SNES. The SNES? SNES. Why? S-N-E-S. Super Nintendo Entertainment System. And this just could be the SNES for Super Nintendo Switch. Yeah, SNES. SNES. It'd be great. Or just SS. Super Switch. Super Switch. Okay, I could do a Super Switch. SS. It's kind of like Super Saiyan. Does it come with... SS Odin. Does it come with, like, sweet glowing aura like the Super Saiyans do? Yeah. Okay, I'm down. But would you be keen? I know you're always keen because I buy it for for the family and you commandeer it. Yeah. But do you see a need for a new Switch? Yeah, our Switch dies too fast. It's in a case for too long. Our battery is... It's like... Because you know how, like, with your phones, when you use it too much, the battery just... Maximum battery goes down. Yeah, yeah, batteries like my, never last forever. Yeah, my phone has been passed down through mommy, you, and now me. And it's got 81% maximum battery left. So I don't actually have... Like, my maximum battery is at 81% because it tells you. You can go into your battery and it tells you your oh. maximum battery percent out of 100. Oh, okay, so it's, it's effectiveness is down. Yeah, so I can only get up to know, 81%. You can see that in the settings. Yeah, and like battery. Oh, fancy guy. So the battery is the only reason. Uh, well, well I'm, the, I haven't, I didn't really know anything else well, about it fair. though. That's fair. The rumors are that it'll have a fancier screen. That sounds tight. An OLED, like an iPhone, the new iPhone screens and the Samsung phones. They've got like just a, it's a nice like 
brighter looking screen. That so bitter, bitter and bright lights. The images I've seen, like um, of people's examples, are like edge to edge screens. So you get a bigger screen on the same size device. That sounds toy. And I like the look of that. Toy Nintendo. But we shall see. I really hope they don't split the player base and like the next Breath of the Wild is only on the next console. Yeah, that'd uh, be dumb. But the Switch is a good console. It's not young anymore. We've had it for what, is it four years now? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And old man switch. Yeah, it would be. It'd be good at least four years now. Uh, I think it was March four years ago. And then, yeah, we've had the light. The light's cool. Like we have one of those as well, and it is. Yeah, it is it's too small, and the Joy Cons can't come off. Yeah, but it's good for a port as a portable. Yeah, and it's good when you're just playing by yourself. But when you want to play with other people, it's a little harder. Unless you've both got switches. Yeah. The biggest travesty that Nintendo has done is make it really hard to play as a family with Switch. You've got to buy the game multiple times. Yeah. And that's, I think we've complained, I've complained about that before, is buying it digital doesn't allow you, you both can play it, but not at the same time. Yeah. Whereas Sony allows you to buy the game once and play it within the family, Mm. which is way cooler. Yeah. And we like Stardew Valley, if we wanted to play together with the light and the Nintendo, we've got to buy it a second time. Like, nah, ah. Yeah, and it's it's a little bit of a, a downer that way. That I don't. It's I'd prefer that we don't have to buy it twice. Especially Sony for release buy games. Nintendo Switch and do the same thing. They can't buy that. It's like complete. It's their competitor. Let's <laughs> get a bajillion dollars and buy Nintendo. Well, if anyone could afford it, pretty Sony. That's what that's what Xbox is doing. Just buying everybody. <laughs> And then Sony's going to buy Xbox and own the world. No, there'll be some like international commerce organisation will stop them because of anti-monopoly behaviour. They don't let companies own too much in one area because they can just set the prices and take advantage of their customers. And so there's... Yeah. That, that, yeah. Monopoly is a game about only you controlling everything. And in the real world, they try to stop that happening, so we don't get. Barons. But I want to um, rule the whole world. Yeah, I think you'd be the worst Monopoly man ever. <laughs> Cause really? Yeah, because you would. Yeah, I think don't think you'd do it well. I would turn into Scrooge McDuck. I would turn into Scrooge exactly. McDuck. I would build just a big swimming pool of coins. Yeah, it's no good use of money. But anyway, I'm excited to see <laughs> it's what. It's a great comes. use of money. <laughs> Bad use. <laughs> I'm excited to see what comes with the Switch. Um, it'd, be, it'd be just curious. It may be worth getting one. I don't know until we see it. Again, I hope they don't split the player base and that you have to get it to play some of the new games. At yeah. some point, I know that has to happen, but that makes more sense for a whole new generation, whereas Nintendo seem to split generations more. Mm. But it might be time for a new generation, so who knows? See, yeah. It would make sense if you just have something similar but like slightly better. It wouldn't make sense to nope. You can't play this on here anymore. You've got to play it on here. But if it was like we got new hologramming systems, then you would Man, need you're jumping to jumping technology do that. hard out. I don't know of any better technology. Uh, but actually, I'm, I'm kind of changing what I'm thinking here. I actually think if it is a very drastic improvement in hardware. Yeah. I think I would like maybe to split the player base. Actually, mm. like if it was a huge improvement in. Uh, a power processing power yeah and it's getting closer to the ps5 or the xbox one no series series x stupid naming of xboxes you know right uh then i think i would actually want a generational gap because then i don't want the new games to be held back by the old system Mm. so i'm actually i'm actually talking myself out of my original thought but then obviously the old companies would have to make new games yeah but that's what we always have we always have a switch in Breath of the Wild remaster. Well, exactly. We we do get the the remasters at the start of new generations. It's happening with the PS5. We should and like it is um, getting easier though because they're just kind of upgrading the graphics rather than having to a full overhaul. Mm. The remasters are a lot easier because they just bump up the graphics and that's easier to do, especially if the game's on PC already. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting into some of the technical stuff. <gasps> but Stardew like, Valley remastered. <laughs> That does not need a remaster. It looks fine how it is. Yeah. Because it's got stylized pixel graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Stardew Valley 3D. <laughs> it's like, yeah! It's like in a full 3D realized world. Whoa. I wonder if it would be as fun. Like if it was... I don't know, I'm trying to think of a graphics. If it was... Um, what's like a 3D game that we've played recently? Biomutant? Yeah, if it was... Yeah, perfect. Do you reckon Stardew Valley would be as fun if it was in a Biomutant engine? Like it looked like Biomutant, but was, is exactly the same... Same story, same mechanics. So it's like three D sort of. But it was Biomutant, three D world. You could look around the map and like swing around the camera and whatnot. Would you Would you play it? Do you I think would, I would try it out? Yeah, I think I would. Um, I mean, I would try it out. I'm not entirely sure. I wonder. I don't know because I imagine you'd have to make the world a bit bigger. Yeah. Because the the pixel graphics gets away with having like smaller maps. But also, if it was yeah, because if it was um three D, you could it would be. You'd better see the town, like, you'd well, see yeah. the town, like, right there. Like, everything would feel really close, I think. Well, yeah, and also it would be quite hard for, um, it, like, it would, it would seem just weird to have the transitions. Like, you would be, because it's just, like, an well, area, and then, well, yeah, but then it, you're, it's, like, 3D, and you just, like, see this black wall. It's, like, what would be there? It would, yeah. No, you just, you yeah. wouldn't be transitioned, you'd just be open world. But that's why I think the world would have to be expanded and the area is bigger to com- uh, compensate for that. Which yeah. could feel weird. Add in and, 18 new characters. Yay. Well, and make the world feel more empty. Hmm. So maybe it wouldn't work and maybe it would feel more boring because it'd be more... More boring than you already think it is? I don't necessarily think it's boring. <laughs> I just It's not the game. I can't handle spending that much time doing the thing over and over again. I think the game is wonderfully fantastic. It's just it's not my kind of game. Yeah. And I really enjoy what I played of it. It's just when I want to sit down and play a game, I want I want to feel some kind of accomplishment and I don't... I do it. feel accomplishment by making oh, money. good. Yeah. And but honestly, I, you're an accountant. I thought you would feel accomplished by making money. It's not real money. <laughs> <laughs> There's no satisfaction in making fake money. <laughs> There's satisfaction in swinging a big-ass buster sword in Final Fantasy. No. A, but, that, but that's the point. Yeah. That's why we're different. And that's why I like this conversation we have is because we have different opinions. And I've noticed my feelings and opinions change on games over time. And I know I think yours will as well. Yeah, I agree to disagree. <laughs> this is how, well, no, well, no, about we, certain games. Yeah. Yes, but about like what I just said. I well, think yeah, you yeah, have to, yeah. you'll, you'll have to agree that you, at some point you may find that you don't like games like Stardew Valley. Because yeah. you won't have as much time in your day that you have now things things like that that's what i'm saying yeah. as a as a, a, ga- a person who plays games your your taste should evolve and should change in different stages of your life and that's what i've noticed looking back i used to love jrpgs and i still have a, like a nostalgia for them but it's i find it really hard like if it's not pulling me in and i don't feel fully engaged i can't handle it i can whereas i can play dark souls for the same amount of hours i'll play a dark souls game for 60 hours and that will be the same as a JRPG. But the difference is Dark Souls has me working. I'm boom. I'm, I'm parrying. Mm. I'm fighting. Yeah. And, and even the easy monsters, I'm still feeling satisfaction. Whereas I used to get that from just clicking the button and, and watching the little sprites do things. I don't get that anymore. Yeah. And I can't handle long-winded diet. Yeah. I'm explaining what you've explained but we're on a podcast so we should explain these things to people listening yeah long-winded dialogue can i i already find it sort of boring like yep like in horizon well, zero dawn uh not horizon zero dawn sorry uh animal crossing new horizons the dialogue's like next page yeah and i switch off even though it's probably only a couple of minutes and I would spend that much time dying and restarting in Dark Souls. It just doesn't feel as engaging yeah. or as satisfying, in my opinion. But other people like that stuff, and that's fine. We want a variety in the world because that's what makes the world fun. If and if I looked exactly like you, the world would be quite strange. It'd be a sad place. Yeah, an <laughs> ugly place. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're a meanie. Uh, <laughs> And that's the thing, I've, I've stood by this kind of statement, everyone, it's okay to not like a game. Mm. And I want but to it's like... not okay to like Final Fantasy? No, because that's... Hmm, <laughs> hmm. No, no, but for that, don't get me started on that. We've talked about this multiple times. You don't like it because I told you to play nah. it. No. 
facts. No. Full stop, moving on. Uh, it's okay not to like a game, yeah. and not every game should be made for every player. Because yeah. if every game was to try and satisfy every player, you'd end up satisfying no game player. Because every game would then be the same, or trying to, you know, trying to, and I think that's Biomutant's problem. Like, it's really, well, getting to that, it's a game we're playing, it's transitioned yeah. to that. Is Biomutant's a game that came out recently, it's an open world uh, uh, action RPG, yeah? Yeah. And it's trying to do all the games. It's trying to do... It's trying to do survival, not really, a little bit of survival, it's trying to do loot, it's trying to do... Kingdom building, sort of, in some ways. Not kingdom building, yeah. conquering. Conquering, yeah, it's doing risk kind of situation, it's doing, there's like mini games for training, there's crafting, there's shops, there's, there's a mech, there's vehicles, there's, it's, there's all sorts in this game, yeah. uh, and it just feels, and I think that leads to the story feeling confusing and not believable. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it, but yeah. Yeah, you're a little bit simpler than me. <laughs> not when it, uh, probably not when it comes to taste buds, though. I mean, well, not necessarily, but Where yeah. Where do you get the taste buds from? You know Being like, more simpler. You mean, I like fancy food. I'm the one who introduced you to all the flavoursome stuff. What about fish? Yeah, I don't like it. That's fine. <laughs> you, you People don't like different things. I don't like seafood. It's usually squishy and weird. <laughs> Squishy and weird. You mean toasty. If you like slimy things that look like boogers, then try it. <laughs> they don't look like boogers, they look like tastiness. Have you seen an oyster? <laughs> yes! Way off topic. What did you get me? I was going to buy music. Yeah, you're okay with it, but again, like I think in general, because you're happier to just switch off. Whereas I, as I say, like we just talked about, like I want the the story to grab me. I want there to be a reason that I'm doing these things, and if I don't buy into it, then it's harder to get through. And, and to be honest, once I've got into the game, it is a fun game to play, hmm. but I haven't found a, a, a huge draw to go back because the story is so all over the place. Yeah, because it's got like the gameplay mechanics it's got these ideas of like you are the the lone warrior who's foretold to save the day and folks this is early on game stuff i'm not talking about big story beats and spoilers so don't worry too much uh, but, but yeah what i was saying you're like this the trope of you're the lone warrior who's been foretold to come save the day but then you find out like in the opening cutscene that you're the one who actually started the events that's gonna that's been triggered but you then you just you just peaced out. You're like, I'm out. Peace out. And then you come back like, and it seems like a long time later. Yeah. But you don't seem that old. So like, how does the aging work in this game? Well, I mean, you are very tiny. Like, you were like 10 times smaller than everyone else. Yeah, but like, even if it was human years, like, it looks like it'd be 60 years. Like, so, it, it and it's strange. But then you also get told you you have to do this. But then you're then the very first choice you make is you can choose something that isn't doing this. Well, yeah, because I and I find it. I chose confusing. that choice, which was like, well, you're gonna do something, you're gonna do this, which doesn't want to do this. But I still ended up doing it. Like that's what I mean. It's yeah. it's it's convoluted and confusing in that way, the way it's presented, because. It keeps telling me, like, you've, oh, you should do this because of who you are. And it's like, I haven't really made any choices in the game yet. Mm. It's so early on. And it's like, why are you telling me that my choices were good based on who I am as a character, whereas I haven't really been given choices? So, again, there's like this bio, um, Mass Effect, sorry, Mass Effect decision, conversational tree things that happen with people. Mm. But it all feels very binary and very simplified. Okay, too many ideas boil down uh, into into a game that's more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah. And it, even the even and so nothing's perfect in that game. It, it's great and it's fun. The game, the art style looks great. Yeah. But in general, it's okay. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with being an okay game. 
Like, I'd still rate it quite highly so far. Like, it's mm. fun. But I haven't found that trigger. They they should have invested more time on, and why do you want to play this? And then to pull pull people back mm. in. Whereas at this stage, I haven't, there's too much loot. It throws me out of the game. It's not fun to explore because I'm just picking up stuff that I don't want or yeah. don't need. See, I, I often enjoy getting loot. And uh, I enjoy just feeling strong. Like, I enjoy upgrading my stats. Yeah, the leveling up's fine. Yeah, the leveling's I, fine. Yeah, I enjoy the magic's just, fine. Yeah. But there's just too many. There's because there's on top of this. There's, there's range gun uh, gunplay. There's swords or hand to hand. There is a weird kung fu system, mm. uh, which isn't really well explained. It just happens to be you're the son of the legendary kung fu ma. Like this is the thing. You're just. It's too convenient. The story because they've tried putting all these ideas of a protagonist in, not just one. They put in multiple tropes. That it seems like this is a bit convenient that I'm this legendary hero who's conveniently trained uh, the son of the legendary person who also is the one who started the tree of life who needs to now save the tree of life like it all yeah and but then the flashbacks show you as just some little runty kid like you didn't weren't that important hmm. but then the story is like you're super important so uh, yeah it's confusing whereas if they kind of focused on one idea as I say in the combat you've got the ranged the melee the kung fu which is not the melee that's on top of that you've got the magic and there's multiple types of magic yeah and I don't, I don't mean like fire and ice magic I mean different types of magic of different ways yeah, to learn like, it yeah there's like um like bio like mutant there's like like stuff that's like all um gross it's like radioactive basically stuff yeah. I guess that could be looked at as like an element or a type like but one of them there, there's the psi but then there's also the bio. Yeah, the bio is like uh, real, like natural sort of thing. Yeah, that's a good but point. It's like, like there's one that's mucus bubble, so you like sneeze out a bubble around. It's supposed you. to be, and it, it's kind of cool. But I, w- I was expecting my character to evolve more, and you actually would mm. change your look, and you would evolve into like a, a different creature or a bigger creature. But no, nah, there's none of that. No. You're just a little, weird little furry animal. Uh, yeah, it's just a little bit complicated. I've been a bit negative. It's, I really disliked the intro, the tutorial section. Yeah. But past that, it is a reasonably fun game. Yeah, you, one of the parts... Tell us more what you think. I've talked too much. You tell yeah, us... one of the parts I don't like too much is the fighting. Like, sometimes you get That's to the point... That's a part of the game. Well, it is well, a no, fight... like, well not, um, not like entirely the fighting. Some of the fighting's good. But if... Sometimes it's just like... It gets slightly... Almost like boring. You're like whoa, pa 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 But it, I mean, at least the magic sort of makes it more interesting. The gameplay, but like you, you the fighting. What, but yeah. So you see what I'm saying? How if they focus more and made it and focus more on the action game, mm. they could have tightened that combat and made it better. Instead of throwing all these other ideas in, including yeah. a mech combat section <laughs> where you have a big mech. It just don't get me wrong. It's freaking cool, mm. but. It's such a small part of the game in the big scheme of things. If that wasn't there, they could have spent an extra hundred hours or whatever on focusing on making the combat a little bit better. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like if they didn't throw in the two different types of learning magic, the Psy and the Bio. Yeah, I haven't touched... I haven't really touched the Bio much. It's... uh, Yeah. Uh, And if they just streamlined the, the, the crafting... Just little things like that. Mm. It's a shame that it's not perfect, but no game is. Yeah. I think it's a good game, but not the best game, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Good game, not the best. But you I f- think I still might prefer Demon Souls, though. So. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> that game's flawed as well. Like, it's not perfect. Yeah. But it, it's... It's got a good story. It just has charm. It has character. It's it's lightning in a bottle is how I've heard people describe it and how mm. I feel of it. It was... It's a bit broken in places, but in... But in general, it's... It works. And it's fun. Mm. And it's engaging the combat. It's fo- That's its biggest focus point. Yeah. It's not necessarily the narrative. The narrative's told through your experience, but the actual combat itself pulls you in. Yeah. That's the core of the game, and that's where it dies and it it it, it fails or it lives. Hmm. 
the yeah. dies or it succeeds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's what Biomutant struggles at. It's trying to do everything and doesn't quite succeed. Jack of all trades. Mm. Or attempts to be a jack of all trades. Yeah. And, well, that's the, that's the saying. If you, the jack of all trades, the follow-up to that saying is master of none. So you're good at that. That's, you're good at a lot of things, but you're not perfect. Yeah, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. So you're, you've got... um. You've got, you have lots of things that you can do, but you don't master any of them. Exactly. Where, with other games, like, um, I don't know, but like other games are like, they've, they can do things, but they've mastered some, um, some things Well, well. that's that's the whole point of focusing on a gameplay style. Uh, for example, you've got, uh. Uh, well, for, for example, Final Fantasy VII, the, re- the remake, uh, Integrate, the PS5 upgrades coming out tomorrow. Yeah. At the 11th of June, so very soon, wherever it, well, it just been, if you've just listened to this later. Uh, and that game focuses on the narrative. It's action, mm. it's the game, it's the, the combat, and narrative is its strengths. Mm. And in my opinion, it lives it really well. you got Ratchet & Clank coming out the same day. And that is an action platformer. And that's what it is. It focuses on those, and its action platforming is really good. And the whole series is like that. Hmm. They're just fun action platformers, and they focus on what they're doing. Whereas Biomutant's got all the genres and trying to be them all. I've got a feeling on that day, eleventh of June, just a big dent will go into our bank account. Well, I've already paid for Pharmacy Seven. It's okay. a free upgrade for me. Hmm. Um, think you are getting Ratchet and Clank for for you. I've I like the charm of Ratchet and Clank, and I like the humor. But I've just never been able to get through a game because it's a game. Not it's never historically it's never been my type of game. Yeah, I've started them before, but never finished. I think because I was smaller then and I didn't understand them, and they were too hard. Yeah, some actually got quite co- com- complicated on where we went. Uh, but the look of this game looks fantastic, mm. so I'm tempted to get it for the PS5 game and try and push through and beat beat it. Yeah. Uh, other than that, what else have you been playing? What have we been playing? What the golf? What the golf? Oh yeah, mobile, another Apple arcade game, shout out. It's a funny little arcade game. Yeah. Tell us about it. So it starts off, it's pretty much, well it starts off really simple, it looks like just a golf game where you've got a dude and he's about, he's like, I'm getting ready to hit a golf ball and then you draw back and it hits and then the dude goes flying and you get the dude to the golf, um, like I'm sure the, the first one is the ball, and then it's oh the yeah, dude. it's like a ball going through the cat, and then the dude, and then you like turn into like a house, and at one point I was a car, a I was bicycle. Su- I was surprised how how much it subverts the idea of a golf game. Yeah, and it starts off. You think it's just going to be simple, funny little holes, isometric view, so kind of top down mm. angle view where you can see yeah. the whole course, and then you do the first four levels, and, and it then, gets real crazy. And then it goes into like a research golf lab where you're a ball rolling around a golf lab trying to get out. And so it's this weird kind of adventure game then. (laughs) And then you go into little uh, challenges to unlock doors to get through. So I just like that the whole navigation, that there's like a meta game to the mini games. Mm. It's not just, you know, like most of these level game based on on a phone just has like a a map and you just go and it's just dot dot to the next one. This one you move around to the next level, and, and I've I actually had like it. That. There's actually like a a puzzle to get to some. Like some of them, I've had there are like plants in the way, and at one point you turn and your golf ball turns into like a saw, and you can chop through those plants. Oh, so you live up. So that's what I mean. Like there's a well, there's yeah, it, it turns back later, but yeah, like you can change. You can change what your, your yeah thing, your thing, your shape. So that, that's what I mean. Like the actual, there's a game above the actual games of the, which are the level these puzzle levels are based around golf and as yeah. I can see the, the, my favourite one is still where you go to swing hit the ball it, no I don't even think there is a ball instead of hitting a ball you're hitting a hole and so the little hole gets yeah. ripped out of the ground and then bounces along and then instead of a hole there's a, just a giant cut out of a one and so you got to put the hole in one <laughs> yeah I've had that now yeah it starts getting like really crazy 
Like, something, I'm not going to say anything, but it does get super crazy. Yeah, I'm up to, like, the, the instead of being golf, it's, like, soccer balls. And, and it's oh, still yeah. golf courses, but you're, see, you're kicking the, you're shooting a ball, a soccer ball around and getting them goals. Yeah, see, the different thing about um, the soccer balls and golf balls, it actually tells you that the golf balls, you have to wait for it to land and stop for it to hit it again. But the soccer balls, halfway as it's rolling, you can do it again. Yeah. So what I would do, that would kick me off the edge. I would just keep spamming, 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 and it wouldn't go down, and I would be, like, under the ground and get to the the goal, and they couldn't... Oh, and also, they, um, yeah, because I can just go... It was, I've actually found it really easy after a little while. Some of the goal ones are hard. It, it, I just like that it changed things up. Like, it starts being isometric, and then all of a sudden there is, like, a side view, mm. um, 2D, and it's, like, 2D golf. And then there's... There's one that I had, you're a sticky ball, and so oh, you yeah. have to, like, stick to walls. My favourite one is spider ball, oh, yeah, spider true. ball, <laughs> it does whatever a spider ball can, because it, like, shoots a rope out, yeah. so it goes, whoosh. and I got to one where there's, like, portals sort of things, oh, yeah. so I would just, like, and I had the rope at the same time, so I could shoot a rope up into the portal, like, almost all the walls were covered in portals, so I'd go, whoop, and it would come out here, and it would, like, go there, and it would be, like, it was great. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Uh, and that style's clever and cute. Yeah. It's nothing fancy, but it is a good time killer, like a good commute yeah. kind of game if you're on the bus. At one point, also, I got to a level where I had to move my phone around to look around. Like I was. I heard you talking about that. Yeah, it was really. It was really because I was sitting on the couch playing it, and I was just like rolling around the couch, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Playing a game." <laughs> Uh, that's interesting because I've been complaining about Biomutant doing too many things, too many gameplay mechanics. Yeah. But this is an example where it works well. Mm. It reminds me of that RPG we played. What was it called? There was, it, it starts off as a Nintendo, like a pixel, 8-bit eight, eight graphics game. Uh, Evoland. Evoland. It was a fantastic experience because it was lots of nostalgia. and But the game evolved as you progressed, as your character progressed, mm. and you leveled up and then you found... I guess, better graphics or better yeah. gameplay mechanics. Or music. Yeah, like, so the first couple of things, you're getting colour is the first thing you find. Mm. And then as, as an adventure well, no. RPG... Well, yeah, you start off just side to side and you open a chest. Oh, now you go up and down. Yeah, and isometrics then... is unlocked. And then and the game's graphics evolve and change. And it see that, and that's what this, game, this golf game's doing. It's taking... It's evolving with the game, and I think that's where it's done well. Where you're inc- mm. including all these different game mechanics uh, to as almost like a joke or a nod towards the gaming industry. Yeah, and like the AR is an example of that. The two D is an example of that. But it's not like it's trying to do that. If it did that all in one course, it'd be really weird. Yeah, so like I think you that's just like what the difference is. Hit the golf ball of the um like the first bit the isometric or something and then you're going ar version and they hit it again oh it's 2d this time yeah yeah it'd be too confusing so i i think games can do multiple things and this is an example i think where it works yeah and like evo land but you just think if you haven't played evo land folks go play it it's a great little experience on the mobile especially especially if you like old jrpgs i love the experience because the nostalgia was all there don't have any nostalgia but yeah yeah, you didn't get any of the references. Nah. No, you didn't. I did, though. Uh, anyway, uh, what else have we been playing? We picked up, we started playing uh, the PlayStation Plus game for this month, which is a lot of fun. Operation Kango. We made up an acronym for it. You made up an acronym for that. Totally awesome ninja group operations. That's Tango. Right. Tango. It's a cooperative, asymmetric cooperative game where you have to work together to, I guess, do espionage. You got uh, the the agent, I think mm. her name's Angel. She sneaks into an environment and is moving around within the zone that you're you're uh, moving attacking, I guess. Infiltrating. Infiltrating. That's a better word. And then you've got the hacker. What's his name? Alex. No. Alfred. No. There was an A name as well. Both had A's. I'm going to say Alex. No, it was not Alex. I can remember that much. It wasn't not Alex. We'll get back to you. Not that it matters. Hacker. And he's got a sweet ginger beard and a sweet curly moustache. 
And it's, it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it. It's kind of like We Were Here, if you know that game. We We've talked about that were before. Here. With probably a little bit more in-depth gameplay. Like a little bit more involvement for the characters. Yeah. And at first, I think it, it was really well presented. And it was really clear. And it was it worked well trying to explain and tell each other what was happening. Mm. Uh, then the levels went on. And we found it to be a little bit more obtuse. And you learn by failing, which I never like. Because these are experts on what they do, so it feels weird that they don't know how the computer thing works. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, it's still really fun, and I think some of the gameplay is really clever. Like yeah. The different puzzles and the things you have to do are very, very clever and are quite enjoyable to solve. Yes. For the most part. We've had a couple of error issues with the level four. We got to the very last thing and we had to simultaneously activate it and it did not work we did it as simultaneously as possible and it didn't work yeah and it wasn't us failing because we have now logged back in and it, luckily it saved our spot mm. and we've done that twice and then this third time uh it it, it synced fine so yeah. there was, there's obviously an issue with the servers, and even though we're playing side by side on, but on two different consoles, we were on like a you were on a server in um, Los Angeles, and I was on a server in Japan. Maybe <laughs> it, it it just was not syncing up, and even though we could see the screens at the same time clearly in sync, uh, it yeah it failed. It's a really fun game. We've got a video on our channel. Uh, check it out. It is really really fun to play. If you've got someone to play it, or if you want to play it with us, uh, hit us up. We'll play it with you if you need a, a co-op buddy. And we can play it remotely. Because that's the point of the game. It's supposed to be played remotely. Yeah. We cheat a lot. No, I really do not look at your screen, like, on purpose. Yes, sometimes we do. Sometimes you need to, because I fail at looking. Yes, yeah, so... My perception is like a level one. <laughs> level one? A level perception. one <laughs> No, I just got low perception. Uh, other than that, uh, we've also picked up Asterix and Obelix XXL part three. Extra, extra large times three pants. What does that L stand for in Roman numerals? I can't remember. Is it, it's not, is it 50? Well, tell us about Asterix and Obelix. What type of game is it? Um, well, it's based on a comic that I haven't read before. I was right. L 50? is 50. Whoa. So it's like 30. No, well, no, because it's the, the X is a first. So does that mean it's 80? Because if, so if the, it, point was the that smaller if... numbers in front of the bigger number in Roman numerals, it's below it. Like 4 is I, V. I is in 1 and V is in 5. I thought it was before it. Yeah. It's, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So well, X, no, I thought, X, I thought like... I thought the one that got taken off of... Like, I thought the one would go before the four. I don't know. No, yeah, four is I-V and six is V-I. And this is XXL, so it's 80. If they're trying to say a number, but they might not be. They might be just actually saying X, extra, extra large. I don't know. <laughs> extra, extra large times three pants for Oblux. Because it has to go over his, um, his chests. Is he a big... Pulled up pants. Yeah. I loved Asterix and Obelix as a kid. I loved reading it. It's hilarious. Uh, I love the humour. The gameplay is... Re it's in, what is it? What type of game is it? Tell us. I don't know. It's I just an action-adventure game, isn't it? Action-adventure game. Very, very yeah. simple. A little bit dated in its gameplay. Like, it's probably more like PS1 era. <laughs> probably. Which is with nicer graphics. It looks pretty because it looks like the, the comics. Yeah. But basically, you're just running around punching Romans. And sending them up, up into space with Which a big Which is rock. hilarious with your big up. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got like a giant rock. And, um, and I'm Obelix. I've got a giant rock. And I just go, whoop bat them off into space. It's great. It is great. And sometimes, if, if that hit will like kill them, they lose their sandals. Yeah, they leave so, their sandals whoosh, behind. Sandals on the ground. Whoosh, and then land on their head. Yeah, it's pretty great. And, yeah, basically you're just going around and you're doing little quests. The overarching story is that there is this magical stone and we need to collect its three missing 
crystals because we need to restore. Well, can you remember why? We just need to restore the power. Was it? Was it? Um. There was a wizard's friend that we needed to save. Yeah. And also take down the Romans. Well, that's always the thing in Asterix and Obelix. It, it is it is just silly, but it, it is fun. Do they actually ever take down the Romans? Every every comic. Like, no, fully, fully take down the Romans. Well, that's the point. It's the Roman Empire. They're taking yeah. down small factions of them, and they just... That's the joke, is that they'll just keep sending soldiers. Yeah. They've just got an infinite number of soldiers, that basically... Yeah. Pow! Another one comes in. Pow, pow, pow! Eight more to come in. And it's just also saying how powerful these guys are. Because they... No, can... they're weak, but they're powerful in numbers. No, 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 no. How powerful Asterix and Obelix oh, are. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they can take out whole legions of, of Roman soldiers by themselves yeah. with their bare fists. <laughs> and the giant rocks. I'm enjoying it for the, the funny names and the humour that I remember as a kid. Yeah, it's like... Gameplay-wise, it's very, very simple. All and there's the characters... not much to it names ended um x yeah. asterix and well, obelixes and like I can't economic remember. crisis economic crisis x's and uh what's uh geriatrics yeah <laughs> the old guy uh yeah uh, they're just funny names and i like it and the I dog's name was like Ma- dog, uh, dog dogmatics yeah all the names end at x's it's great. i don't think it's gonna be a very long game but i'm okay with that i kind of like it it's mm. just a silly game to play yeah it's bright and colorful a little bit of just fun uh where we get to just smash some romans and have some smash fun. the romans in the face and yeah i think that's roughly what we've been playing the only update i have personally is i finished returnal Okay, and if I said that last time, that was the first playthrough, then to get the true ending, mm. there's, or the third act it's referred to, uh, you've got to play through the game again. You don't have to beat any of the bosses, which I thought was interesting. You just have to collect items in each six biomes and then beat the last boss. Mm. Which, the last boss was is not that bad. Getting to him, some of the mini-bosses getting to him is harder than the actual boss itself. That makes no sense. Well, I think that's the reason, is that it's once you've got there, you've got there, and it's more the spectacle, and it, it is, it's like a, yeah, I don't know how to describe it, like, the boss itself looks like a heavy metal cover art of a, a music album, but it's oh, really, yeah. you probably don't know what I mean by that, but other people no. will, it's it's a giant skull monster thing with that lots of colorful awesome. laser beams coming <gasps> off him, <That sounds gasps> and I, you saw his eyeballs on his arms and stuff, like, oh, it's yeah. all creepy. But I did it. Shot him in the face. No, in the eyeballs. It didn't really answer any more. It didn't really explain more. Like, I'm glad I did it. But it really didn't actually help me understand the story anymore. It's a very weird story. Are you going to try platinum? I really want to. But the problem with the platinum now is it's the point where I have to just run through the areas over and over again. Trying to get the random items that I need to get. To get the last few trophies. Yeah, wasn't one of the trophies like you have to get level 30 proficiency? Which was, you were at level 29. I know, and if I'd known, I would have just mucked around that last level a little bit longer. and. But she didn't. Yeah. But then the other, there's three more tro- four more trophies, and it's basically just uh, running around four of the areas, getting the different random collectibles. that Because it's a re- precisely generated game, only appear every so often and will only and won't appear all in one run so i have to redo them run through it restart run mm. through it restart yeah that's painful yeah i'm never gonna platinum that game i'm probably not even gonna play the game probably not but it's a very tight mechanically game mechanical game it's the, the gun i can't game. handle it i would just go colorblind i think i've noticed i'm having like weird time sleeping if i've played a hard out run of it like all i see is like the colorful blue balls flying around my eyes as I close them. Yeah, that's why I don't exactly want to play the because game. Because it is, it is a bullet chaotic. hell. It's, um, and it's pretty crazy. It's bullet hell and hell but when you get to the end. I have a love-hate relationship with the game. I really, really like it, but it, 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 there's a few spots. I've talked about it before. I won't get back into it. There's a few spots that are just a little too grindy and hard. Yeah. But yeah, any other thing else you want to talk about? It's been a fun little chat, I think. Do you yeah. want an anime? Core update. What have we watched? Well, I, I'm really enjoying My Hero Academia. It's one of my favorite anime. It's okay. up, it's up there with uh, Demon Slayer and Dragon Ball Z. 
it's slowed down a bit. It's gone back to the training, and it's more focused on the school. And the the arc. This this is the fifth fifth season, <sighs> and it's focusing on the 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 basically having a competition with their their class one A, so they're the top class, and they're competing with one B, the, the class that's basically equal but just a little bit lower. Oh. And it's introducing a character who is a support student, and he wants to become a hero. And it's been a fun, interesting arc, seeing all the abilities. But what they've done is really surprising. Spoilers, hopefully, if you're interested in My Heroic Damon and haven't seen the most recent season, skip ahead or turn it off now because we're ending after this. Uh, I'm surprised what they're doing with... Because you know Deku. Yeah. His power... Is, is he can flick people and they go like a thousand miles away. Well, he's just super, and they go, super strength. That's what his power is. Yeah. But what, what his real power actually is, it's, it's um, one for all, is what it's referred to. And it's All Might. You know All Might, the big yep. guy? The guy who It's actually his blood. power that he passed on to Deku. Yeah. So he gave him his uh, one for all power. Hmm. And All Might, that wasn't his power. It was actually someone else's power before him who passed on to him. And it's gone back, I think they're saying it's eight generations now it's gone down. Hmm. And basically, they've talked about how it's got more powerful and more powerful and more powerful as it's gone on. So the first one would just flick him and he would go like... No, no, no. The first one had basically no power and passed it on and it's got stronger. And then he could flick him like a couple... Like it's a not about away. flicking. It's just strong, okay? <laughs> but they had other powers, which they've never talked about, but Deku's unlocked... Limitation! No, well, no, he's unlocked ability to kind of speak with the, the powers or the, the the conscience of the previous heroes that held it. And so and they're in the middle of the training and he's we're used to him being super powerful and super fast and mm. he, he can't use the full strength or he just, his body will shatter. So he's yeah. slowly getting stronger, his physical body, to be able to handle the power of the his super ability. Yeah. And then he's, he basically lost control and these crazy power tentacles came out. And so, yeah and he and he ended up reining it back in and what it seems like is that he's gonna and the here's a scene where he speaks with the first person who had one for all yeah um and he was the first one and so what idea is it goes to someone who has an ability and they use the super strength to boost their own ability and his ability was he was able to entangle people with his powers hmm hmm and then the one for all basically strengthened that so he could lock them in really hard and had strength behind it. And so now Deku looks like he's able to draw on those powers, the first of of all these successes to do it. So it looks like they're going to be adding to his superpowers. Because Deku didn't have any superpowers at the beginning. No, that, that's the point, yeah. So he can't, He if he passed it on to someone in the future, he wouldn't add a power. He wouldn't necessarily be adding, but he might be, but the thing is, he he, the, the idea power. is if he distills it down and unlocks all these, the power he passes on might be a more refined version. Yeah. Because he's used his ability, his smarts to basically, and so it looks like they're going to be adding in not just the super strength, which he has, he's going to have all these other external powers, potentially. And the first Tentacles, levitation, well, we mind control. I actually don't know what they are. And I. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I'm surprised because Deku was super powerful. What I find funny, though, he is so strong and he has beaten some really bad villains yeah. in his time, like already at his age, that anything shouldn't be a challenge. And they do address that in the, this episode. The reason why, in the competition that they're in, he didn't just win instantly is because basically his powers were his losing control over them. And so he had to pull himself back. But then he, he got control over it, and he unleashed, and he just takes out the people straight away. Like, he's just like, boop, 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 done. Well, yeah, because if he can use the tentacles, grabbed, donk on the head, grab, donk on the head. So he managed to use them to protect himself, but he hasn't, he hasn't like, fully got control over Oh, yeah, because you could just use the tentacles and pretty much wrap yourself in them in protection. Well, no, he grabbed, like, something that was going to crush him. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, you could just... Tentacles. She. You should go through and watch the whole series. I know you've watched bits and pieces with me. I think you would get into it and you'd really yeah. like it. Just because it's it's a lot of fun. The characters, the different powers that people have. Like, I vaguely remember you talking about one who uh, basically they could take control of someone if they responded yeah, to Yeah, that, that's that's the that's what I just mentioned. He's he's a support um, in a support oh, class yeah. at the hero school. And he wants to become a hero. And so he's 
this this uh, competition he's entering in it as an outsider, and if he can prove himself, and he might be able to upgrade because mm. he doesn't have an ability that's innately able to save people. Yeah. But the the, the class, the teacher of this class, his what's his name? I'm bad with names. His ability is that he can turn off quirks. He can turn off superpowers mm. by keeping his eyes open and concentrating. If he blinks, then they get their power back. Right. And so he's got really good at keeping his eyes. His eyes always look dry. Like they draw him like he looks like he's uh, hasn't slept for weeks because of his eyes. And he, because he's physically he's got no power, he just has the ability to stop his power. So he's got really good at fighting using these weird, like, fancy... Uh, bandages. Oh yeah, I I and he know. He can that flick guy. and catch people and bind people, and he uses it as like a martial art form. Uh, so it's an accessory to assist them physically, and he's teaching this young guy how to use them, because then he can use brainwashing combined. So it's like a mini me, <laughs> but instead of turning off quirks, he can brainwash, control people, and he. But he's determined to be a hero, even though he doesn't have heroic powers he's just got mind control see if i had that power would they had to respond to me but i chew dumb and they'll play nah now i have control yeah. of you so you are dumb <gasps> that's why you'd be a villain if you had that power <laughs> and that's what they talk about that's no, a, it's just, a very yeah. villainous type of power because it'd be too it'd be really easy to to you abuse that and just yeah. treat people badly well the thing is Whereas, i could just that's what i like about this character he has a power and people say, oh, you should be, a, aren't you going to be a villain? And they're scared of him because they don't want to be controlled. But he's actually a really nice guy that he wants to be a hero still. And he isn't mm. going to abuse his power. And I kind of like that. And he's determined to do more than he should be able to. That's what I like about the show. Like, all the characters are just so determined. It's great. But yeah, like, well, I could still be good. Because if, if I went up, because a bad guy, they want to, like, look powerful. And, and I'm like, too dumb? And, I, and like I asked the, them, why are you using that as the way to? No one's gonna be just like whatever. Like no one's gonna respond to you. They'll just punch you. <laughs> I don't know why you think that's so clever. Because <laughs> yeah. well, someone gets like really mad. I'm like, no, I'm not dumb. If they're like, um, nobody cares about someone saying you're dumb. <laughs> oh, if I just said, come fight me, and they'll be like, fine, and I'll just like, I have control of you. Yeah, the problem is as soon as people know that's your ability, they know not to talk. Yeah. So that's the thing he's struggling with, is he's got to be careful about how he presents himself because if everyone knows his power, then no one he's 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 useless. Yeah, but if he can use the bandages and he can wrap them up and grab the bandages no, no. and make the mouth move. So that's what he's he's got an accessory now that he's he's got where he can cast his voice, use it to cast his voice like it's a mask, mm. and he can then change his voice. So they so that's the so his idea is to trick people, so make it sound like it's their sidekick or their their buddy asking the question and it's not. So there's, it, it, I just love that how many different quirks they are and how unique they are and how fun they can be despite having like twenty kids in the class, the main class. They all have unique abilities, and then there's the subclass, and then there's sub characters. There's the main heroes. There's so many different abilities and they're all different and unique and I, I just love how, how clever they are how quirky they are I would love the um like the pretty much the brainwashing one like you've I, established that because you're a villain no but it, or even just the throwing your voice because I um because if there's like a an evil villain there's like sidekick and I'm like I make my voice sound like the sidekick and like uh hey you want a sandwich <laughs> if, they, if they're like not if they don't know he's here and then he'll say, oh, yeah, it took me a sandwich. I'm like, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> On that hungry note, I think we do wrap this little podcast up. I really like My Hero Academia. You should watch it too. Yeah. Odin, say farewell, goodbye, and thanks for listening to everybody. Yeah. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast where I apparently am a villain. Yep. Leave a review, watch again, listen again, actually. Yes. And... We are the Undying Chat, for we never die. Goodbye. Bye-bye.